Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hello, hello there, friends. Welcome back to Fearless and Unleashed. I'm your host, Jeanette Sachs. Today, we're going to talk about different things that we tell ourselves, phrases that we use, words that we use that instead of empowering us are actually sabotaging our life. The progress you're making, the goals that you're setting, but you're not pursuing the action that you're taking. So we want to talk about this stuff because as you know, I am really big on mindset. I think that everything that we decide to do in our lives, the things that we pursue, the type of life that we create, it really does start with our mindsets because that's where everything begins. Begins. And the way that I want you to approach your mindset is I want you to think about how can you set yourself up to be successful in the thoughts that you have. And the way that you can do that is by constantly challenging your thoughts and questioning the things that are coming to your mind, questioning the things that you're saying to yourself. Because the crazy thing is, you guys, we sometimes, yes, it's other people who destroy us. It's other people in their words, what they say about us, the belief or the lack of belief that they have in us, not having someone's support, you know, that can come from others. But if we get really real with ourselves, you know, when someone can destroy us, it is really because we're giving them the power to. But at any point, you can take that power back. If you practice working on your mind and you develop a really strong mindset, not meaning that it's going to be perfect and you're never going to have like negative thoughts, but meaning more that when they come up, you have the tools to be able to question and challenge those things. So that's what I want this episode to do for you. If you are thinking about any of these things that I'm going to mention, we're going to go over 10 of them. I want you to get into the habit of questioning these thoughts that you have about yourself or these phrases and words that you're using when you're talking about really important life-changing things. Okay, so we're going to get right into it. Number one is the phrase, I'll think about it. How many times do you use the words, I'll think about it? When someone comes to you and says, hey, do you want to start this business? And you're like, man, I've really been wanting to start a business. And then you say, I'll think about it. Or when someone says, hey, do you have any wellness goals, fitness goals that you want to reach because I'm going to be running this group and I can help you do it? Do you say, I'll think about it, even though every day you are trying to find the solutions, the plan that you can follow that can help you get your health on track? So the question that I have for you, if you use this phrase is, do you really need to think about it? And if it's not a business thing or a wellness thing, hey, do you want to come with us to this amazing vacation? Do you say I'll think about it? Even though you're like, man, I wish I can go. So I want to ask you, do you really need to think about it? Because a lot of times when things come up, we know if we want to do it. We have this instinct that it's in our gut. And a lot of times when we hear things and ideas or someone makes a suggestion, we in our gut know if it's a yes or a hell no. And I've talked about this in previous episodes. So saying I'll think about it when you know that it's a yes it stops you from even considering it. And what ends up happening when you use the words, I'll think about it, it just really means that you're gonna take some time to overthink it and to talk yourself out of it. Number two is the word maybe. How often do you answer questions that are asked of you with maybe? 
Hey, do you want to watch my kids? Um, yeah, maybe I'll be able to. Let me check my schedule. Knowing that you don't want to watch that person's child. Or how many times have you had someone come to you and say, hey, I'm going to have a party on Saturday. Do you want to come? And you say, yeah, maybe I'll be able to. Knowing damn well that in your mind and in your heart and in your gut, you're like, oh, I really don't feel like going to this person's party. And then you say maybe. And then what ends up happening that Saturday when you want to just chill at home, relax because you had a tough week and you literally just don't want to do anything or go anywhere. You end up finding yourself at this party, dreading it, because what does maybe turn into maybe turns into you being a people pleaser. The reason you're using maybe a lot of times may be because you have yet to learn how to just say no. And remember, no is a complete sentence. You don't need to say no and then explain a million different ways why you're saying no. You can just say no, thank you and be done with it. Number three is I would if I could. You know, I would pursue my goal if I could. So let's make it more clear. You know, I would pursue this goal that I have to start a business if I could do it. So instead of saying, I would if I could, on anything that you're doing in life, I want you to ask yourself, what if you focus on finding the solution so that you are able to do it? Because when you end anything with, I would if I could, you're basically ending all possibility and closing all possibility of finding a solution so that you can actually pursue the things that you are dreaming about, the things that you want happening in your life. So you have to ask yourself, what does I would if I could mean? So if I could what? If I could learn how to launch a business, if I could learn how to eat healthier right from home so that I can be healthier, if I could see if you continue down that path and have an open mind to finding solutions, you're not going to need to say I would if I could. You're going to say, well, here's my goal. And I know, I know I could do it. I just need these things. And then you have the solution. You find those things and you get to it, right? Number four, this is a big one. This is one of my favorites. Not my favorite to use because one of the things about me that I have learned and it took time and practicing as an introvert is, you know, introverts, we love deep conversation and we can really share things in our hearts and get really deep. Like I love having friends that want to sit down and just talk about life and not like things that don't matter, right? We can talk about things that don't matter and have fun, but I really love deep conversation. And this one here is something that used to kill me because I used Use it. I used to use it. A lot of people use it, especially women. And that is, I'm fine. <laughs> Are you sitting there like, oh my God, yes, I say I'm fine all the time, even when I am on the verge of losing my shit. We say I'm fine. Your husband may ask you, hey, are you okay? Because you seem off today. Yeah, I'm fine. Knowing damn well there's a bunch of things going on, a bunch of thoughts that you have, a bunch of hurt that you're experiencing, but you don't want to talk about it or you feel like you can't talk about it or he doesn't want to hear about it. And so you just say, I'm fine. And then it just gets worse. Okay, we need to acknowledge how we feel and we need to be able to talk about those things, especially with our spouses, our best friends. We need to let them out instead of letting things linger inside because the words I'm fine, they're not going to fix whatever's going on. But the moment that you're able to talk through whatever's going on, you're going to find solutions. You're going to feel so much better. So let's just stop using the words I'm fine and just express yourself. It's okay. Number five is I've done pretty good for someone who, for someone who what? A lot of times we have a hard time acknowledging the great work that we're doing or the success that we have or the new things that we've built, the life that we've created, and we minimize it by going, I've done pretty good for someone who, 
who what? Who struggled back in the days for someone who didn't finish school, for someone who has a history of repeating and failing over and over and quitting. You know, one thing is looking at the past and going, damn, I used to struggle a lot and I've really changed my life and I'm so happy and acknowledging the hard work because you do deserve credit. But when you say things like, I've done pretty good for someone who, I feel like you're kind of living in the past and being stuck there and you're minimizing the success that you have. You're minimizing the work that you've done to get here. Because no matter what your past looked like, that beast of a woman who showed up and made it happen now, she's always been there. She just had to find her way out. So stop using the phrase, I've done pretty good for someone who, and then minimize it. You had everything that you needed to become who you are, and you have everything that you need right now to become the next level of who you want to become. Number six is the word, but. The word, but, if you think about it, is normally used to give an excuse after that. You know, I would really love to work out, but I don't have time. Do you really? Because you have the same amount of hours as every single person you've ever seen working out. One of my favorites that I love just breaking down is I would become a coach and be my own boss so that I can make my own schedule, but I just don't know how. But you just don't know how. And you end it there. Done. We're not even going to pursue the possibility of learning how. You see how the word but can get in the way? What if you changed it and you said, you know, I really want to be my own boss because I want to stay home with my kids. I want to make my own schedule and do whatever I want with my day. So I'm going to figure it out. I need to learn A, B, and C. And then once you know what you need to learn, you find the coach, the program, the course, the training that you need. And if you're listening to this and you're going, yep, that's me, get your email open right now. Type in Jeanette at JeanetteSachs.com. Put in the subject line, coaching or start my business. Send me an email and let's get started because girl, I can help you do this. Number seven is I'm not blank enough. Can we, I mean, do I even need to go deeper in this one? If you at any point find yourself telling yourself the words, I'm not whatever, you fill in the blanks, right? I'm not blank enough. You better stop yourself in your tracks and go, hold up. I'm not what? No, I am more than enough to do whatever I set my mind to. You need to pour that belief in you and you really need to stop using this phrase because you are perfectly made to do whatever you want. But if you don't start calling yourself out when things like this come up, you're going to struggle and you're going to believe that you're not whatever enough to do what you want to do. Number eight is I will never and then whatever comes after that. You know, I have learned to stop saying the word never. I would say things like, oh, I would never travel for fun. And now, even though I don't like to travel, you know, I'll do it. Like next week, we're going to be on vacation and we're traveling. It's literally a quick trip. We're just going to a different island. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to say I will never travel full-time because now that I look at my life and I'm like, well, I always used to think I would never do this or I could never be this. And I have blown my own mind to see the things that I've been doing in my life. And so I'm like, you know, I need to stop saying the word never because realistically, none of us know what our future holds. We have no idea what's in store for our future. And so saying the words, I will never, you have no idea if you're going to start liking to travel. You have no idea if one day you're going to want to work for yourself. You have no idea if you're going to want to launch a certain type of business. You have no idea if you're going to want kids later on in life. And so for me, it's like, instead of saying, I will never, we can use the words as of right now, 
I don't have an interest in whatever you're going to say, right? As of right now. But who knows what the future brings? Just leave it open. Leave your life open for possibilities for change because change isn't bad. Growing isn't bad. You can grow into a completely different person and not even recognize who you used to be. Number nine is I wish. How many times have you said I wish and then just stop there? I'll give you an example because wishing isn't bad. Dreaming isn't bad. You know, sitting down and envisioning this like amazing life that you want. None of that is bad. Here is where we need to change it, though. Has anyone ever said to you, you know, you would be really good at mentoring other people and teaching them this? And you go, yeah, I wish I could get paid for that. And then you ended there right? Maybe it's something that you're really good at, a passion that you have. You help all your friends for free, your family for free. And someone says to you that you should make this into a business and you say, I wish I would get paid for that. But you end it there. So that's kind of like you stop your wish. You're like, I wish, like it's a fantasy, but you don't even consider the fact that it could be your reality. What if instead of ending it there, you focused on finding a way to make it true? And number 10 is the words, I can't. And what I mean by this is when you use it and you're referring to something that you really want to do. This is really common as well. I've used this a lot. I know a lot of people use this. The words, I can't together as a complete sentence. You have to ask yourself, can you or can't you really? When something comes up, whether it's something that comes up to your mind of something that you really want to do, or it's a friend who's recommending, kind of like the last example I gave you about starting your own business on something that you're really good at, and you go, I can't. You have to change that and go, can I or can't I? If your mind tells you I can't, ask yourself, why can't you? Grab a piece of paper, grab a journal, write down what is stopping you from doing it. Because if you focus on finding those answers instead of just ending the dream with I can't, you just stop. You're not even going to pursue finding a way to do it, right? So instead of saying I can't, say, hmm, you know, that's a good idea. I would love to. What would it take for me to do that? What is standing in the way of me doing it? And how can I get it done? How can I make it happen and make it a reality for my life? Because honestly, anything that you think about, you guys, the words I can't, those are very definite. Like end of story, you can't, done. And you really shouldn't use those unless you absolutely 100% know and have proof that you can't. So I would love the ability to fly, but I can't, right? I know 100% I can't. The only way to do it is by getting on an airplane. So I know that I can't fly. But when I thought about becoming a coach and I had zero experience, didn't really know where the heck to even start, have never even heard of it or considered it until someone mentioned it to me. I didn't think I can't and ended there. I thought, hmm, could this be? What would I need to do? What is required and how can I do it? And I focused on finding ways to make it happen instead of telling myself I can't. So there you go, my friends, 10 phrases that you should stop using in your life. So that way you leave your life open to possibility, to change, to solutions for you to live your best life, for you to reach your goals and for you to evolve and build the type of life that you want to have. Always practice on becoming the type of person that is aware of things when they come up and going, would I really love to do this? Would I really love for this to be my reality? And if so, what do I need to do to make it happen? Because anything is possible. You just have to see it that way. 
If you need help with any of this and you have goals and dreams that you want to pursue but have no idea how to do it, reach out to me. You can email me at Jeanette at JeanetteSachs.com. That is J-E-A-N-N-E-T-S-A-C-K-S. Or if you scroll down in the show notes, there is a private coaching application that you can fill out and I will be in touch. All right. Have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.